everybody, today I'm going to be talking about my top five reasons to try Crisis Core Reunion Final Fantasy VII. It's quite a title. To give a little bit of history, Crisis Core came out about 15 years ago for the PlayStation Portable, and it was part of the compilation of Final Fantasy VII, a group of works meant to expand the world of the much-beloved entry into the Final Fantasy series at the time. That included a movie, Advent Children, a PlayStation 2 game, Dirge of Cerberus, and the PSP game Crisis Core, in addition to some phone games that we may or may not have gotten here locally in the US. Now, one of those entries is being brought to a majority of modern machines, Steam, Switch, PlayStation, and I wanted to share the top five reasons that I'm excited for that. I'm gonna list those five reasons quickly and then go into a little bit more detail after. So here we go. Top five reasons to try Crisis Core Reunion Final Fantasy VII. Number one, enhanced and retooled gameplay. Number two, updated and enhanced visuals. Those two are kind of a given for any remaster remake in this day and age. The next three are where there's a lot to sink your teeth into. Number three, Zack. The main character is a likable and charismatic protagonist. He's kind of the anti-Cloud, at least as we know Cloud as the kind of brooding emo boy later in Final Fantasy VII proper. But Zack is an energetic go-getter that I have a lot of fun playing as. Number four, this game is a great companion piece to the somewhat recently released Final Fantasy VII Remake. I can explain a little bit of that in more detail in a bit here. That game greatly expanded the, the world of Midgar and the world of Final Fantasy VII to the point where Crisis Core now makes a bit more sense in context than it did when compared to the original game. And lastly, number five, if you're a fan of over-the-top crazy anime action, this game delivers that in spades. It's got plenty of great moments with utterly cool characters. I'll dive into that a little bit more as well. There's my top five, and let's talk about those a little bit. So first off, enhanced and retooled gameplay. We've got a lot of information of the updates made to the game and trailers, analysis from people who've got early looks at the game. It looks like the game takes a lot of inspiration from Final Fantasy VII Remake in speeding up combat, making it more dynamic, using some of the additional buttons on your controller in comparison to a original PSP to deliver more quick commands and ability for movement. The original had a bit of a struggle with input lag as it was being played on a handheld device. They kind of have a built-in delay to the combat so that you weren't inherently punished for fumbling through the menu systems when doing actions and commands. With the additional thumbstick and shoulder buttons and just in general optimization to how we control games in the modern day, there's a lot of opportunity for them to make it easier to access and deliver your commands on the fly. And that allows for that input lag and delay to the combat to essentially be removed. And you can see that in the trailers and the gameplay that it's a lot faster paced and closer to Seven Remake's active role-playing combat system where it feels half like an action game 
and half like an RPG. With that, it looks like the gameplay has been rebalanced to be less grindy and button mashy than the original. In footage, it shows Zach taking on more enemies and delivering commands faster that dispatch them than the original. Definitely interested in seeing how that plays out. Overall, from initial takes for people who have access to the game and from footage we can see, it's definitely a much faster paced, easier to control, and more action-oriented game that lines up with 7 Remake pretty well in that department. Next, my second point with the updated and enhanced visuals, that's also going to be apparent when viewing any of the trailers. With the original PSP, you got kind of a PS2 light graphic system. It could look akin to a PS2 game on the PSP. You would definitely have a lack of environmental detail and character detail. A lot of the character models kind of look like the background characters of certain PS2 games, like Final Fantasy X when you're running around and you see NPCs milling about that was for the majority of the time you'd be playing the PSP game, how the models and characters looked. So this game has been updated to run on Unreal Engine 4 and has a pretty massive upgrade in fidelity, just apparent from first glance. But it's also kind of balancing out the fact that they are releasing this game on the Nintendo Switch as well. So do expect clean, crisp, inspired visuals that Square Enix is known for and the Final Fantasy VII world is known for as well. In addition to the graphics themselves, the UI has gotten a visual overhaul that brings it in line with 7 Remake and removes the kind of claustrophobic bloat of the original, frees up more space for you to be looking at the battlefield itself and the combat, simplifies things down so when you're using those hotkeys and commands, it's very natural and unobtrusive to the battlefield. One thing I like in a UI is when after using it for a bit, it, it begins to feel like it trusts the user to understand it instead of constantly needing to have all information and highlights and tutorials accessible on screen at any point. It seems like it's doing a bit of that by simplifying and consolidating things down to easily digestible information, but still trusting the user to know how to to play the game after the initial few hours. With all those updates to the visuals, I feel like it's a greatly enhanced package, whether you're playing it on the big screen or on a handheld. My third point, I talked about how Zack is a charismatic and likable protagonist. This one is pretty self-apparent, but it does lead into some greater narrative payoff when it comes to this game and also Final Fantasy VII and Final Fantasy VII Remake. And that comes in the form of Aerith's relationship to Zack. Now, I don't want to get into a lot of spoilers. When it comes to the original Final Fantasy VII, Aerith's relationship with Cloud is a little little mysterious in her initial infatuation with him. And that detail about her relationship with Cloud is closely tied into the history of Zack and the Crisis Core game as well. So understanding that draw that she has for the hero character, the soldier character, and where that's coming from is really enhanced and explained in understanding Zack's character and the kind of man he was in his career as a soldier. I think that that aspect is really one of the most enjoyable elements of Crisis Core, Zack's character and how it plays into many of the other revelations of the Final Fantasy VII series. 
My fourth point was that Crisis Core is a great companion piece to the recently released 7 Remake, in addition to the DLC for 7 Remake and the titles that are about to come from the ongoing 7 Remake series. So I'll need to explain that a little bit. When Crisis Core originally came out, it felt a little disjointed when compared to the original Final Fantasy 7. The Wutai War wasn't a huge plot point in the original and was just mentioned in passing in a couple choice scenes that I won't necessarily spoil for you. Not a huge reality that the world was gripping with constantly. Zack was also kind of a minor character in the original Seven, who the majority of his backstory and scenes were entirely skippable if you didn't visit Gangaga on your journey or revisit Nibelheim later in the game. You could miss a majority of those details and only have him a here in kind of a random pulled from his butt scene with Sephiroth. So Zack was pretty minor in the original and he was only really expanded upon to this level in Crisis Core. So there was a bit of a narrative distance between the two entries. In addition, Crisis Core added a lot of pre-Sephiroth Shinra lore, kind of the road that led to Sephiroth being the man he was and the dominating force he was in Seven. Seven just kind of presented it as he was created to be this, always was this, that was the reality of Sephiroth. There's a little bit of a retroactive adjustment on the part of Crisis Core to introduce all those details. So at the time when the compilation of Final Fantasy VII was released, it felt like all these additional materials didn't necessarily share the narrative vision of the original game. And there were a lot of complaints along those lines at the time. Now, today, when we have 7 Remake, it's added a lot of that context back into the game, back into the world of Midgar and into the conversations you have with people of the world, some of the experiences you have. Again, don't want to spoil too much, but Midgar has a lot more ground level quests and conversations and details that mention Wutai as an enemy nation and mentions insurgents of Wutai spreading disinformation. And the DLC featuring Yuffie obviously dials into that as well. So that's a much bigger plot point that Crisis Core is going to lead right into. And in addition to that, 7 Remake also added some extra levels that explore Shinra's more devious experiments in detail, again, kind of elaborating on that road to Sephiroth that wasn't there in the original game. But I think 7 Remake, unlike the original compilation at times, still managed to stay largely true to the spirit of the original game and the spirit of Midgar and marry those elements together really well in a satisfying way that didn't put off fans the same way the original compilation did. And with that kind of adjustment, I feel like Crisis Core has a place that it slides in and fits in well with the world presented in 7 Remake. We'll have to see how it feels when we play it, but I'm going to say right now that I feel like 7 Remake did a lot of work in making the compilation feel less disjointed and less bad in how it married a lot of those elements into the spirit of the original without necessarily cheapening the original. Now, I know there are a lot of opinions on that online, and I'd be love to chat with some of you guys on that. That's just my take on it. I feel like Crisis Core is going to be a great partner to the remake games that have come out and that will be coming out. And lastly, again, without spoilers, let's just say Zack is going to be important going forward. 
And my last point, point number five. If you're a fan of intense, over-the-top anime moments and characterization, this game delivers that. The characters, cutscenes, cinematics, and plot of Crisis Core all dial up aspects of this world to levels fit for a hit anime. There's intense melodrama, expository dialogue, a villain that speaks only in riddles, energy fights in the sky. It's all here. And frankly, this story is one big battle between guys all trying to be cooler than the coolest 90s dude ever, Sephiroth. Sephiroth. And on top of that, you're playing as a goofball who wants to be one of those boys all the same. He wants to be on team cool guys. And he's trying his best to be the quote hero, unquote. Now, some people might postulate that this is a negative to have such a different tone in an entry like this than the original 7 or 7 remake. But for me, I think it's important to understand individual entries in a series goals, tone and audience. This was a game that at the time was focused on delivering a faster paced combat system than the typical RPG. It also focused on a single character that was trying to fill the role of that hero. Throughout Final Fantasy VII, we had heard tales of how legendary and strong members of Soldier were. So now you get to play as one of them. That's necessarily going to create a different tonal shift in the kind of content and conflict you're experiencing as that character. If you're still not convinced, ask yourself this. Does the existence of the Deadpool movies and comics occupying a shared narrative space with other more serious entries in their genre make the other entries worse? Not really. A clear understanding of how a works goals and borders between its shared world can help deliver on its intent without harming the original. It's clear that despite Crisis Core and Advent Children pushing the boundaries of the Seven brand into different genre expressions, that the creators of Seven Remake were keen on keeping a majority of the original tone intact for that entry rather than trying to amalgamate them all. So for me, Crisis Core can exist as that crazy anime entry, and as long as they preserve the tone of the mainline series going forward, it's not a problem for me because those borders exist and an understanding of the different goals of each entry exists as well. It doesn't cheapen it for me. And for that reason, I think this game is a blast. It's a lot of fun to do something a little bit different with the Seven brand. Now, don't get me started on Dirge of Cerberus trying to be the most edgy Final Fantasy game and tripping and falling flat on its face on that something can exclusively and on its own also be bad. So I'm not giving a clear pass. You can still fail, but I don't consider Crisis Core one of those failures. So yeah, that's my top five reasons to try out Crisis Core Reunion Final Fantasy VII. If you agree with my take, let me know or add to some of those thoughts. If you disagree, let me know and tell me I'm an idiot. Leave some comments, leave some feedback, like and subscribe, dislike and subscribe. It all feeds the machine. We also have a Discord channel you can check out or the Gunblade Guys podcast, Hero with a Thousand Potions. I'll post a link in the description. This was recording made for YouTube, but if Tyler approves, I'm also going to drop it on our Hero with a Thousand Potions podcast as well for people to enjoy there. I'm Nate and my buddy Tyler, 
We would love to hear any and all feedback. We'd love for you to be a part of the community. We'd love to game with you, stream with you, chat with you. We're already having a great time with our community and our Discord, and we look forward to doing it some more. As always, I've been Nate. Take care. You're worth it. Have a good one. Peace out.